Hey, it's Leslie. Welcome back to my podcast. In the latest episode of Fluent English Now, we talked about paraphrasing and its use. It may be one of the more lexically demanding techniques, but it grants you a greater level of success than most earlier strategies. Try using it more often than before. Today, we are discussing a technique that can serve as both an easy solution when you get stuck during a conversation in English and a bit more tricky one when you have to choose the right word for the right context. Introducing the use of synonyms. Synonyms are words and expressions that deliver the same or roughly the same meaning but with a slight alteration in wording your message. For instance, there's a change in register when using the word large and significant, the other being a more formal word that is far more likely to appear in a scientific text than otherwise. Therefore, you need to pay special attention to the use of registers when using synonyms, because some words may not fit into a certain context. This can easily lead to misunderstandings or your message suffering from a case of contextual misfit. Now, let's practice the use of synonyms. Here are a few words to start you off with. Try thinking of as many possible synonyms as you can, then write them down. Careful though, the more words you collect, the more likely you will end up using advanced level ones, including idioms and phrasal verbs too. So, ready, steady, go! Happy Friendly Rich, sad, stupid, ugly, strong, lively, kind, brave. When you have finished writing down the words, try to think of as many possible synonyms as you can. Then check out other possible synonyms using a few online or offline dictionaries, including a thesaurus. A thesaurus is like a gold mine of all the possible words and expressions related to a certain word. Use it wisely and frequently to master a plentiful vocabulary to use. In addition, try building sentences using these words, then read them out loud. After reading them out loud, keep practicing saying the sentences again and again until you feel confident enough. Make sure you build these tasty verbal morsels into both your active and your passive vocabulary to be able to rely on them both in the present and the future. Here is a bit of an extra for today's episode. Try memorizing the possible alternative forms of the words in the list above by writing a fairy tale, a short story, a poem or a rap song using sad words. Or you might create a word cloud to visualize them either offline, using paper and colorful pencils, pens or crayons to write them down. But if you're more of a tech-savvy personality, you can create stunning visuals with the help of sites like www.wordart.com or www.mentimeter.com. Now, let's turn to the other, darker side of synonyms because they're usually accompanied by their negative siblings. The other ones we know as antonyms. Antonyms are words with an opposite meaning to the original word. We can use antonyms when you simply don't know the proper word you are looking for, 
or as a device to emphasize something totally differently or when using irony as a tool. For example, when someone asks you about a friend and their mood, something like this. Was she sad about her test scores? You can reply by saying, she wasn't too happy about them. By using the structure, wasn't too happy, you are avoiding using the word sad. Just like when saying, he wasn't born beautiful, you can skip using the word ugly or disgusting. Now, can you give the antonyms for the 10 words I have listed above? If so, write down the opposite of the original words, then list as many possible synonyms of them as you can. For example, when it comes to the word rich, the antonym poor should immediately pop up without any effort. Let's recap. In today's episode, we took a look at using both synonyms and antonyms for expressing our thoughts and ideas in English. When using synonyms, we are trying to find words and expressions that mean the same or approximately the same thing as the original word. However, when doing so, we choose different words to convey the same or roughly the same meaning to our listener and fellow speaker. When using antonyms, we deliberately choose words that have an opposite meaning than the original one. By doing so, we can either express an idea that we lack the proper word for, or emphasize a different meaning, or perhaps use irony as a tool to deliver a punch. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Fluent English Now. Until next time, keep speaking English.